it's a great joy to be back here at MKCC after over nine months in East Africa. Thank you to everybody who's prayed for our mission work there in Uganda. I really appreciate your support and messages of encouragement that we've received out there during this time. My subject this morning is unshakable in suffering. Our theme is unshakable. As I was thinking about unshakable, I remember the many times when I've taken a bottle of ketchup and I've tried to open a new bottle and get the ketchup to come out and go onto my plate. You know the scenario. You take a little bit of effort to turn the top off and then once the top is off, you tip the bottle up and nothing comes out. Then you take the top, you put it back on again for security, you try to shake the bottle to move the ketchup, nothing moves. Then you take the top off again, you turn the bottle upside down, you beat the bottom of the bottle with all the strength that you've got and you try to get the ketchup out onto your plate and you fail again. And you think to yourself, how on earth is this ever going to happen? Sometimes I've turned the bottle upside down and stood it on the table for a couple of minutes to see if it will start to run. And it doesn't. It's unshakable. Finally, you have to take off the top, put a knife in, and then slowly try to ease out the ketchup. When it is like that, it is unshakable. And I want to just bring that picture to our lives and ask the question, is it possible for us to be like that, where we're unshakable? It doesn't matter how we are beaten. It doesn't matter how we are shaken. It doesn't matter which way we turned around, which way up we are. We still remain unshakable. And that is what this theme is all about, trying to help us to understand how the Lord can help us to be unshakable and make us unshakable in life. My focus today is unshakable in suffering. I want to help you understand how to come through any situation. And life is full of situations. And by the way, tough times are there for all of us all around the world. Can you imagine if one year ago somebody had told you that in the next two or three months all holidays are going to be cancelled, people are going to have to cancel their business flights, planes are going to be parked on the tarmac and they're not going to move out of airports. If somebody told you that you're going to work from home, if somebody told you that schools are going to be closed, if somebody said you can't go out and walk in the park with your friends, you can't go to the restaurant and have food, can you imagine if they told you you won't be able to celebrate Christmas? You would have said it's crazy. And yet around the world, people are handling that type of situation right now. COVID-19 has turned the world upside down. Just a virus. But what a change has come. And many of us are suffering because of that. And we're suffering for other reasons as well. You know, the reality is that there are people suffering because the job is not there anymore. People are suffering because their finances are not working out. People are suffering because there are health issues. The lockdown has brought many, many challenges in people's lives. There are people who are lonely, and maybe you're listening in this morning, and you're feeling, sitting there at home, listening to this service, you're feeling lonely. People are afraid. I've been traveling, and I know, even in Africa where I've been, and in Albania where we have a mission station, my manager has communicated with me, People are living in fear. People are scared. 
They're wondering what's going to happen next, how this whole thing's going to work out. Well, I want to tell you this morning, I believe that as Christians we can say this to you, that our faith in Christ puts us on solid ground. We need not fear. We don't need to be shaken. We can stand firm in a time of suffering. Let me turn in the Bible and read you a couple of passages of Scripture this morning. First of all, I'd like you to turn with me to Psalm 91, and I'm going to refer to a number of passages today. Maybe if you have a pencil handy and a piece of paper, you just jot down the verses so that you can turn to it later and you can check on it again. Psalm 91 says this, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Let me just highlight for a second there. He who dwells in the shelter will rest in the shadow. He who dwells in the shelter will rest in the shadow. We're going to have a look in a few moments at how we can rest and shelter under the shadow of the Almighty God. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your, right, at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you, no disaster will come near your tent. Aren't those fantastic promises that we find there in God's Word? Wonderful assurances. The emphasis there that I want to bring out is that when we dwell, and we will rest. When we dwell, we will rest. And we're going to look at where we need to dwell, how we need to dwell, and what can stop us in our dwelling, finding the rest of the Lord. And so let's turn to Daniel. In Daniel chapter 4, and the Bible is full of people who went through challenging situations. Challenging situations are there for us all. By the way, it's not, it's not wrong for us to feel challenged. It's not wrong for us to experience doubts. It's not wrong for us to go through difficult times. It's not wrong sometimes for us to feel a little bit low and a little bit down. Don't, don't beat yourself up because sometimes it's like that. People tell us that, that we need to live all the time in prosperity and we need to live all the time in blessing. Well, there's a lot of promise of blessing in the Bible and there's a lot of promise of prosperity. But the Bible says also that there will be times when we suffer, when we go through difficult times. But it is, it is important in those difficult times that we learn and we understand, we know and we practice being unshakable even when we're in those times of suffering. In Daniel, we find a story that is very, very exciting. Some people would say, can that really have happened? I'm telling you, it's in God's word, and so I believe it really happened. Daniel and his three friends, they refused to bow down to the image 
that King Nebuchadnezzar was raising up and commanding that all the people bow down to and worship. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they refused to bow down and worship the idol. So Nebuchadnezzar was so annoyed by this that the Bible tells us that, that he took them and he put them in a fiery furnace. And he organized the furnace to be set heavily on fire. So hot, the Bible says, it was so hot that the fire killed the soldiers who were going to take Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and put them into the furnace. The fire was so hot, the attendants died as they were putting their victims into the flames. Can you imagine suffering like that? Can you imagine three young men, because of their faith in Christ, because of their faith in the living God, because of their faith in what was very, very firm and sure and guaranteed to them, can you imagine that they are ready to go through this time of suffering and all they had to do to get away and escape this situation was to bow down to the idol. But God is so real to them in their lives that they are not prepared to bow down. They are steadfast. They are firm. They are sure. They're not going to do it. But we're going to put you in the furnace. We're going to kill you. No. You're going to put us in the furnace. And if God chooses that this is our time to go, we'll go. But if God is our God and saves us, we'll be saved. So with a confidence and a faith in their hearts, they go to the fiery furnace. And as the, as the attendants try to bring them and put them into the furnace, we find that as they, as they are going to the furnace, the attendants drop down dead. These guys are put into the furnace. They're put into the flames. They're wearing their robes. They're wearing their trousers, the Bible says in, in chapter 3 and verse 21. They're wearing their trousers, their, their turbans, and other clothes. They are bound and they're thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent, the furnace was so hot, the flames of the, of the fire killed the soldiers who took them there. These three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. And then King Nebuchadnezzar leapt to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, didn't we put three people into the furnace? But now, he said, I'm seeing four. Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like a son of the gods. I'm telling you, friends, it is an amazing story. God brought them out and the Bible says that they were not even harmed. Their bodies were not harmed. Neither was a hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched and there was no smell of fire on them at all. What an amazing, amazing story. The Bible is full of illustrations of how people trusted God in situations that would shake us and would disturb us. People went through trials, they went through challenges, they went through suffering, and God kept them and brought them out without even the smell of the smoke on them. That is what we are talking about this morning. The mighty God, almighty God, who can hold us in His hand and keep us safe. He who dwells will rest. He who dwells will rest. And for many of us today, we need to find that place of rest. We need to find that place of comfort. We need to find that place of peace. We need to find that place where we can dispel fear, where loneliness is not an issue anymore. You know, the dictionary says that, that suffering is pain. It's duress. It's hardness, hardship. When we're going through hardships and difficulties like that, I tell you, it is, it is God alone who can bring us through. So let me 
suggest to you that there are three things that we can consider this morning. As we share this message together, think about these three things. First of all, we need a firm foundation. What we stand on is important. Secondly, we need a strong faith. Who you trust is important. And thirdly, we need not fear. What you believe is important. Let us go to the first one. We need a firm foundation. Foundations are very, very important. Jesus told the story in Matthew chapter 7. We're going to turn to that one. Matthew chapter 7, we find the story of the wise and foolish builders in verse 24. Matthew 7, verse 24. Jesus said, Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundations on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. What are you building on today? What are you building on today? Because it's important what we are standing on, what we build the house of our life upon, where we position ourselves in life. Some people are building on their career. Their career is important, but COVID comes along and shakes the whole basket. And many people have found that their career is shipwrecked at the moment. People have looked at their education. Many people have found that they can't go to university as they were going before. They're now online, at home. Everything's changed. The social dynamic of going to school has changed for many children. Many people are not working anymore in the workplace. They're working from home. And so we're a little bit isolated. We're a little bit confined. We're not able to enjoy being with our friends anymore, our colleagues, our workmates. We don't have that dynamic of social interaction, which is, of course, very important to us. But people are struggling to know how to stand. You're trusting in your friendships. You're trusting in your education. Trusting in your pride. You can make it by yourself. <laughs> this awful situation has left many people feeling by themselves. Old people who have not been able to see their loved ones before they die. Old people who are not being able to have the interaction with their children and their grandchildren because of the shielding and the protection that they're living under. The Bible tells us that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and favor with man. That means he grew physically, he grew spiritually, he grew socially, and he grew educationally. And you know, in our lives so often, we love the education part of it. We like that, to go as far as we can, to get our, to get our doctorate, to get our PhD, to get all the different qualifications that we, that we want. We work hard at doing that. We work physically in the gym, running, cycling, swimming, all of those things. We love that. But you know, so often in our lives, the spiritual dynamic is missing. And when people are now being robbed of education and robbed of the social dynamic, robbed of the physical side of things, spiritually, we suddenly start to realize we're a bit empty. What are you 
standing on today. Secondly, we need a strong faith. Who you trust is important. Not only do we need to stand firm on a firm foundation, Jesus said, build on the rock, whoever hears my words and does them. Well, you know, firm foundation leads to strong faith. Our strong faith is so vital to us. Job, in the Old Testament, was a rich man, a wealthy man. The Bible says he was greatest in the East. He loved God and he shunned evil. But a great tragedy came on his life. He lost all his cattle. He lost all his donkeys. He lost all his sheep and goats. He lost it all. It was all taken away from him. He lost his sons and daughters. But he refused to curse God. He still kept his faith strong. You see, who you trust is important, especially in times of hardship, not just in times of difficulty. All of our lives we need to trust God. But when hardship comes, where we put our trust is very important. The Bible says, even though he lost all, he kept trusting the Lord and the Lord gave him back double everything that he had lost. The Lord, the Bible says in Job 42, the Lord blessed the latter part of Job more than the former. John Piper said, strange as it may seem, one of the primary purposes of being shaken by suffering is to make our faith more unshakable. The shaking, the challenge, the difficulties that we go through are to make our faith more unshakable. We need to trust in the Lord. We need to stand on the foundation of Christ. We need to trust in Christ with all of our hearts. And finally, we need not fear. What you believe is important. Where you stand is important. Who you trust is important. But finally, what you believe is important. Peter went to prison for preaching the gospel in Acts chapter 12. The Bible says when the angel came to release him from the prison, he was being guarded by soldiers at either side. He was being held with four quaternions of soldiers, which meant 16 soldiers were guarding him. And the angel came and had to wake him up. Now, can you imagine if your friend had just been killed by the sword and you were in the same prison, and now you think that tomorrow the same fate is coming to you, would you sleep well? Would you take your shoes and socks off and your cloak off and have a good night's sleep? I think not. But Peter was there in the prison, unshakable. He was trusting the Lord. He was asleep and the angel came and tapped him on the shoulder and said, come on, let's go. And the angel took him out of the prison and he was set free. And the people were amazed and then he continued to preach the gospel. Unshakable in a time of suffering. Paul said, don't fret or be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, prayer and petition, make your needs known to God. Friends, we started earlier by reading Psalm 91. Verse 2 said, He is my refuge and my fortress. Verse 1 says, He who dwells will abide. He who dwells will abide, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Remember, it's our faith in Christ that puts us on solid ground. And I want to encourage you today as you just listen to this message. I want to encourage you to put your life on a firm foundation. Come to Christ today. Put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ who loved you enough to go to the cross and die for you. Don't allow fear to grip your heart, but believe God's word and stand on God's word. And in these difficult times, trust him to bring you through. Remember the bottle of ketchup? Huh. Let's remain unshakable. Let's be immovable because 
we're in Christ. God bless you and give you a great day. Amen.